Hello and welcome to Money Markets and More with me Dominic Frisby and today's piece is called Mind the Gap and it's based uh, on a 2013 blog that I stumbled across and I'm, I'm reposting it because I thought you might enjoy it and also because it's relevant to a thought piece I've been working on that I'll be posting uh, in a few days. So we have the uh, the Peggy Lee song, Ooh, What Fun, There's Nothing Surer, The Rich Get Rich and The Poor Get Poorer. Maybe I should pronounce that poorer to rhyme with surer. So most of us today enjoy luxuries that would have been unheard of a hundred years ago. Running water, electricity, computers, phones, cheap food, clothing... And yet, despite all this, there is discontent, huge amounts of discontent. And perhaps the problem is inequality. Inequality is everywhere. It is increasing and it comes in many different forms. There is the wealth gap. The wealthiest 400 people in the world are worth more than the poorest 140 million. 70% of land in the UK is owned by less than 1% of the population. And when once CEOs of major corporations earned 20 times more than their employees, now they can earn a thousand times or more. A Burberry sales assistant, according to Glassdoor, earns 16 or 17,000 pounds, including commission. The Burberry CEO, Angela Ahrens, received 17 million last year. I shudder to think what a factory worker is getting. Over 50% of young people now believe they will never own a house, while the average age of the first-time buyer in London is now over 40. He'll, he or she will be a pensioner before they can start a family. We can build a decent house for less than 100 grand, and only 2.5% of the UK is actually built on, so how can we have a society in which houses have got so expensive that most pe- young people think they will never own one? Then there is the health gap. Unbelievably, and despite best intentions, Health inequality, as measured by life expectancy, has actually increased since the founding of the NHS in 1948. There is also huge discrepancy in the quality of care received between the top and bottom of society. And we have the opportunity gap. Despite billions being spent on education, despite more and more taxation, subsidy, legislation and regulation, all with the intention to spread wealth and bring equality of opportunity, The top positions in just about every area of the economy you can think of, politics, law, media, finance, medicine, even manufacturing, are dominated by the 7% of the population who went to public school. Even in the Olympics, you were five times more likely to win a medal if you went to public school. Something is wrong, and people are rightly angry about it. Tax the rich more, stop companies like Google evading their tax, clamp down on immigrants, stop benefit cheats, spend more on education, on healthcare, or is it infrastructure, increase regulation of banks, build more houses, subsidise wind farms or environmental initiatives, more austerity. Everyone has their own idea about what needs to be done. And over the last decade, a huge ideological battle has been unfolding as people argue about it. But all these ideas, and many more besides, some of which come from the left and others from the right, all involve the same thing, that the government does more, that, it's, that it takes action. I suggest the opposite, that the one thing government should do is less. I suggest that counterintuitive though it may seem, the huge rise in inequality is because of government 
and the unintended consequences of its actions. For a hundred years, the state has got more and more involved in our lives. In more than a hundred years, it now looks after our birth, our education, our health, often our employment, our old age, even our burial. Through its money and interest rates, through its taxes and subsidies, its rules and regulations, it looks after our economy. The more it does, the greater, the greater these gaps have all grown. It's time to try something else. Life after the state. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and of course, my wonderful book, Life After the State, is available on Amazon and the audiobook is available at Audible. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. <laughs>